Okay guys, ito na talaga. It's taken me four different attempts to actually record this episode of Adulting with Joy Spring. Um, the first reason why it's taken me a lot of tries and me not being able to achieve anything is because I've been so busy the past couple of days. It's only the third week of 2019 and it literally feels like I've spent four months already working because of the everyday show and, um, you know, the press con that I hosted for you, Netflix, and so many other things going on in between. Shoots, campaigns going out, good problems. Very, very good quote-unquote problems and I'm really thankful for them. But it's just been a, a whirlwind past couple of weeks. I've been trying to be good at you know, recording episodes of the podcast because at in the beginning, God made the world. Anyway, in the beginning, um, I actually wanted to do this podcast for myself. And I kept telling myself, you know, I'm not going to put pressure on me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put pressure on myself. I'm not going to do anything that I think will just be difficult for me to upkeep. I will record whenever I want, release whenever I want. And then after the first episode, I just saw the overwhelming response of people to it and the amount of people who actually message me and tell me how helpful these podcasts are past podcast episodes are and my heart was just moved to really be more regular about it so i'm really trying guys i'll probably start scheduling like a set day every week to record the podcast even probably do a live one because i've been getting a lot of messages and requests to do that so i'll try and do that But I'm putting this out here because I know the digital world is a magical place where I can actually ask for help and help magically appears. So first, I need music. It's so funny because I started this podcast with the whole idea of, oh, it might just mimic radio. And there's no music whatsoever in the beginning of the episode and none uh, and fading in the background, which usually is what happens. So if you want to make a podcast music for me, royalty-free, that you're willing to like let me use, I will gladly just partner up with you. Please help me do that. Second, podcast art. My logo is still my Joyce to the World logo. I asked my artist already to make me an Adulting with Joyce Spring podcast art, but he hasn't done that, so that sucks. Um, I hope you can help me do that. But no worries, the show must go on. I eventually will figure these things out. It truly is so true to the branding of Adulting with Joy Spring, where you're just kind of like, ah, guys. I feel like I'm figuring things out along the way. I feel like I'm trying to get through hurdles in front of everyone, but as vulnerable as it feels, I also know that to some extent, it's what everyone's doing. This year, I turned 26. I was born on May 4, 93. And it's just slowly sinking in. It's January 16 already, and I often get messages as early as January 16 asking me what we're gonna do for my friends, asking me what we're gonna do for my birthday this year. So it's a lot of pressure. I feel like after 25, okay, 25 feels like 21 in the sense that after crossing 21, like when you turn 22, it all becomes a blur. And then the next birthday is 25. So I feel like once I turn 26, it all becomes a blur. And then I turn 30, which is so scary to me. I mean, 
Oh, he, hear this. People would always ask me, especially because I work in the entertainment industry and showbiz, like, why do you tell people your age? I mean, you're supposed to make them think that you're younger or that you're not as old as 25 because of your branding and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? That's only a thing for women. Like, people only want women to be younger. When it comes to men, Mary, there's such a thing as silver fox or, like, it's sexier when they're older than you. But when it comes to women, we're supposed to be super young all the time. Like, our youth is of so much more value than men. And I don't believe in that. I believe that women, in whatever age we are in, whether you're as young as 13, 16, 21, 25, in your 30s, in your 40s, you have something to offer. You have something different and cool and beautiful and wonderful to offer. And you don't need to hide behind lying about your age to make other people think that you're more valuable than you actually are because age doesn't change your value. For me, if anything, it just adds pressure because I feel as if once you get older, obviously, the expectation is that you become more responsible, you have more things that you're able to achieve and do, and um, you you actually have figured some stuff out. Like, you're not as confused as you were, hopefully, when you were 19. And I, I would like to think that I'm proud of the things that I've been able to achieve and, and do, and fail at even, and, um, and be good at the past couple of years, now that I'm 25. So I'm proud to be 25, and I'm proud to be aging into 26 because that's what comes after 25 (laughs) okay so on today's episode of adulting with joy spring absolutely nothing related to what i had just mentioned but another reason why i struggled to put together this episode is because of the topic now this topic keeps coming up because It's one of the most difficult subjects that you could really think of when you think of adulting. And this topic is called how to save money po. How do you save and spend money wisely in your 20s? How how do you do that? I have no idea. I've been trying to figure it out the past couple of years, the past five years, the past eight years that I've been working. I started working when I was 17. And it's just not easy. Some people have a knack for it. Some people don't. And I'm just one of those people that's right smack in the middle of, I have good intuition when it comes to making money and saving it, but I'm also not the best at it. Like I know some people who are much better than me. Like for example, my brother. My brother Victor is a hard worker too, but I would say that he's better than me. Better? Better than me at? Is that correct? Better than me at saving up money. He knows how to save up money and he knows kumpanya paikutin yun. So today, I am gonna try and talk to you guys about the practical tips and tricks that I've figured out the past couple of years on how to save money better. So this is Adulting with Joy Spring, episode 8, how to save and spend your money wisely in your 20s. And if you're new to the podcast, please don't expect this to be the best adulting or advice show that you'll ever get. It's probably not. It's probably one of the worst ones. But uh, these are things that I've learned along the way. I'm not claiming to know everything that you're supposed to be doing while you're adulting or that I'm doing it correctly. But these are things that I've learned that I feel like would be helpful for you guys too. If you're new to the podcast, don't forget to check out the past episodes and use the hashtag adultingwithjoyspring. Don't forget to write down some stuff that you like, like maybe quotes or lessons. It doesn't have, even have to be verbatim from this episode 
quote tweeted to me or Instagram commented to me with the hashtag adulting with joy spring and you might just win something cool not so cool but it's cool enough at the end of this episode I'll pick it out and tell you more about it later on but for now Let's talk about this. How to save, how to save and spend your money wisely in your 20s. Now, what's the importance of knowing how to save and spend your money wisely in your 20s? I think because our generation, especially people in in this age nowadays, we've learned to spend so much on so many unnecessary things that a conversation has to be started about how to take out the unnecessary stuff that you're spending your money on and use that money instead to really invest in your future. Now, the first thing that I would say is the best time to really start saving up money is in your 20s and investing in yourself is in your 20s. Why is that? Because as much as you have a lot of things to spend on, and I'm sure because we live in the Philippines, there are a lot of um, cultural qualms, maybe would be the term, that we have to deal with. Like for example, if you're in the Philippines, um, a lot of my friends, including myself, had to really help out with family finances even before being able to save up for myself. Or you have to put your pamangkin or your brother or your sister through school. You have to help your parents out with um, the bills. And that's all right. Those are things that you should be doing out of not just compliance, but love and obedience to your parents and to your loved ones. But at the same time, you have to be smart about your money in your 20s. So be smart about it. Um, And one first thing that I would tell you why it's important to know how to save and spend in your 20s is first because it is easy to be pulled in all sorts of directions. Like you can be pulled towards the spending for your family or traveling when you don't have the money to or makikisabay ka sa friends mo who have more money or who earn more at the moment. You know, you're going to be pulled towards so many directions when you're in your 20s. So you have to be smart about being able to enjoy the fruits of your labor, but at the same time, being able to save up and be smart about your future. So that's the first thing. Another reason why it's important to start saving up in your 20s is because it just gives you a head start with regards to how much money you're going to be able to save. Because if you start saving in your 20s, and let's say you work all the way till your 60s or your 50s, right? If you want to be able to do early retirement, you're going to have more money if you save up in your 20s than the person who starts saving up in their 30s or in their late 20s. So it's just like, Common sense. But it really depends on you. I know a lot of friends who start saving up early in their 20s because they want to travel in their 30s. They want to get married in their 30s. They want to start buying properties in their 30s. It really depends what's your goal or what's your idea of like the perfect 30s or 40s in mind. It really depends. And you have to think about your future every single time you do something in your 20s. It's easy to forget about these things because, you know, you're 21 or you're 22 and you're like, I have so much time. But that's not always the case. And even if you have a lot of time, the most important thing that you can do with time is to be wise about it and don't spend it as if you'll, you'll keep having more time because that's not how time works. Time runs out. It doesn't add up. 
Anywho, so those are the things. I don't know what your, the, the things that are important to me. That's why I started saving up a lot when in my 20s. Um, I don't know what your motivation is, and I'm sure it's valid motivation, whether it's because you want to retire in your 30s or in your 40s, and you're like, I'm gonna leave working and I'm gonna go to the beach and live there and surf for the rest of my life. That's fine. You know, you do you. It's a, it's a free country. Whatever you want to do, do that. As long as it's not illegal or harming to other people. Um, and the environment. So it really depends what your motivation is. But the most important thing that you have to remember is it's really the best time for you to save and to spend your money wisely. It's also the best time for you to buy insurance because insurance companies have great offers. This is not an ad. But, you know, hello, insurance companies, if you want to place ads on my podcast. Gladly welcome him. It's the, they have the best offers. Sorry, my brain is just all over the place as always. I'll try to like streamline my thoughts. Whew, focus. It's also the best time for you to buy insurance plans and health plans and life plans because insurance companies offer better deals when you're younger. So I actually bought my insurance and my life plan and all the other stuff when I was 21 and 22. So I've, I've like maybe three different, four different plans and mutual funds that I'm invested in. I also started doing um, time deposits as early as 21 and it's, you know, your money is just sitting there. Instead of it sitting in the bank idly or, you know, you not knowing where to invest it, just put it in a time deposit or in a mutual fund or wherever you think is best for you. And I'm not going to tell you which one because I'm not a financial expert, but you, you have financial advisors to go and tell that for you, your friends, your parents, look for people who can actually help you out with those things. So I think that's my introduction. Did that that makes sense? I'm not quite sure. But anyway, I'm going to move on now to paano makatipid. How can you save money and how can you be more how can you be smarter about spending it? So first, yes, work hard. You have to work hard because you have nothing to spend if uh, you have nothing to spend and to save if you don't have work or if you don't have money. I think that's pretty straightforward. Be a professional and have great work ethics in your 20s. Or at least if you don't have them yet, train yourself to be good at it. Train yourself to be on time, to do more than what's expected of you, to invest on yourself, learn new things on YouTube, read books, educate yourself, and exceed, excel, and do amazing in wherever God plants you. And I promise you, if you deliver more than what's required of you, Usually, most of the time, and even if it doesn't turn out this way, usually people pay more and people get you more because they know that your work ethic is good. And at the end of the day, if you don't get that same kind of response that we usually get when you work more and you give more than what's expected of you, at least you have character building, right? And then go to the company who actually, go to the next company who actually knows your value. Be loyal. Don't just try out a job and quit at it just because you were screamed at or you don't feel comfortable or you're being stretched or whatever your boss is horrible as long as you know that there there's like a reasonable way for you to stay in that company be loyal be professional and work hard and earn money that's the first thing that I'm going to tell you earn money in your 20s and earn money live be uh, live under your means 
live below your means is what I'm trying to say. And don't spend as much money as you're making. Spend less money than you're making. Um, Learn how to budget. That's the second thing I'm going to tell you. Learn how to budget. If you're the type of person that's very good at calculating stuff, like sabihin natin yung mga taong kaya magsabi na, okay, for this week, I'm going to spend... 1000 peso 1000 pesos or 800 pesos in commuting I'm going to spend this uh, I'm going to spend 700 pesos on food something like that if you're good at that go and do that and follow a budget weekly if you can't do a, a weekly budget at least put the cap on your daily expenses now that's what I sometimes do a lot of people would always ask me if I spend a lot I don't for myself I really don't maybe when it comes to work stuff like my driver my assistant, my stylist, my makeup artist, I spend a lot of money in that aspect. But if it's just for me, I'm not really a fancy girl. All of my friends and the people close to me would tell you precisely that I am such, I am thrifty. I am a prudent young lady and I really don't spend a lot of money. I, I If I do eat out, I eat out maybe like once or twice a week. And yes, I do spend a lot of money on food, but that's sobrang minsan lang. I'm, I'm smart about these things. And what I do, because I'm not very good at budgeting, like I can't really compute these things, especially because my work requires a lot of money spending, although that's part of my work expenses, I put a cap on myself every day. Like, I'm only gonna spend 500 pesos max today. I'm only gonna spend 300 pesos on food. You know, these things would really help out. And sometimes I'm surprised because I wasn't like this before. I used to not be able to budget myself because I would always go weekly or monthly. But when I started to put a cap on myself na, max 500 lang today kasama na dun yung bibilin kong juice or pagkain outside and then the rest it's just gonna come from the house because i'm gonna make baon so you know that's that's one way to budget either daily weekly or monthly write it down follow it follow it for the first week if you're successful give yourself a treat buy yourself a nice pair of shoes no don't listen to me <laughs> give yourself a treat like a chocolate bar maybe um and then go for 21 days after 21 days go for two months or a month and a half after a month and a half go for two months just do baby steps don't don't feel too much pressure um when it comes to these things i know it's difficult but it's something that you're really going to be able to do i promise you and i trust you Third thing that you can do to save and spend money wisely is to learn the 40-60 principle. Ayan, I love this. This is something that I personally live by, the 60-40 principle. And it's basically this. When you get your sum of money without the taxes and everything, as in the money that you have, na wala nang ibabawas pa, 60% goes into your necessities. That's food, clothing, house, everything 60% wala na talaga you really have to spend that and then the 40% that's going to be in your savings and in your leisure so what i would do usually 20% goes to my savings or 30% even and then 10% goes to my travel expenses and eating out expenses and clothes that are not for work so when i think of things like that it's easier for me if you can actually do even like a 50 60% you you spend it all kung matipid ka naman talaga 60% you spend money and then 40% you save it all man you're gonna be so rich but i personally can't do that because i have to spend a lot of money but 
for work and for myself because nobody's helping me out. I mean, it's just me. I'm trying to, you know, help my family and at the same time build up my house and, and do all of these things. So I really have to spend that much and then spend money elsewhere, like travel. So that's why if you listen to my podcast episode before, things to consider when you're traveling in your 20s, this is really one of the most important things that you have to think about. Do you have money to travel? Because it took me a couple of years before I started traveling. And you have to be smart about it. If you don't have the money to travel, if you don't have that extra 10 or 20% to travel, don't. Wait. I know there's a seat sale now going on and your friends are going on a trip and you feel FOMO, but trust me, it's not worth it. Sayang the money if you if it's not money that you have to spend. So be smart about it. Learn the 60-40 principle and really try to follow that rule. Next up, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that's what I was talking about in the beginning of this podcast. You have to put your money in different places. So I, myself, I have four different bank accounts and three different banks that I work with. So two accounts in the same bank, another one account in a different bank, and another one account in a different bank. So how does that work? I have one bank where I can't I, I can't, um, what do you call that? I can't touch that money. So it's money that's for retirement. And it's funny, like I, I was 21 when I started doing a retirement plan for my banking, but it's really important. One bank is just for retirement. So you put money in there. I don't care if it's like 500 pesos a week or if it's just like 2,000 pesos in a month. Well, parang 500 pesos in a week din pala yun. Anyway, nag-auto-compute yung utak ko. But as long as you put money in there monthly and that's money that you cannot... At all. You cannot touch that. Ever. Until like maybe you give yourself a cap. When you're 35, then I will touch it. That's that's your that's your money you cannot touch fund. The second bank account is money that that um that's there for other stuff like emergencies, so emergency money and travel money. So I have emergency money and travel money that I also put money in, and that means that I will look at that bank account, and it also it always has to be a certain amount. So I know that if anybody gets hospitalized or you need emergency money, somebody needs help, and I want to travel or like a bigla and something that really needs funding. It's there. So it's big money also, but it's money that you can spend. Para siyang yung retirement money mo, but it's money that you can touch. It's money for emergencies. It's money for travel. It's money for, example, if you want to invest in something, you find a good business opportunity, that's where you put your money. And the last two accounts that I have are bank accounts where usual expenses come from so that's food clothing electricity etc etc money that you can really spend and that's the bank account that sometimes you'll see really depleting so yes don't put your money in one basket just be smart about it invest invest in mutual funds if that's something that you're familiar with um invest in your insurance already and be smart about your finances but at the same time another thing that i want you to remember is don't just invest for the sake of investment i was just talking to a friend about this and he was telling me about how he wanted to buy a condo because it was cheap and i was asking him so many questions about it like okay it's cheap but 
what did you consider the things that you have to consider before investing in something? Like, just because it seems like a good investment, it doesn't necessarily mean it is a good investment. So, let's say mutual funds. Kung wala ka namang alam sa mutual funds or you really don't know this financial advisor, you don't really, you haven't really read about it, don't do it. Just put it in time deposit, right? That's easier. Or if you're better at um, restaurants or or properties, then invest on those things. So you have to cater these investments according to whatever you think is good for you. So for this friend of mine, he was saying that it seems like a good deal. But yes, it did seem like a good deal because it was so cheap. We're selling condominiums for cheaper than what's in the market, right? But I was telling him, okay, it's cheaper, but... First of all, is it a place that you'd want to live in? Because you can't just buy a space thinking that it'll, it'll be rented out. What if it doesn't get rented out? You're going to regret buying that space unless you're okay to live in it. So before buying a property, always think, okay, if this doesn't, like, worse comes to worse, nobody wants to rent my place, right? Are you willing to live in that place? Because if not, then... It's just going to be tenga. Second, is it a worthy investment in the sense that the developer is really good? Will it actually add up value after a couple of years or will it just go down in value? So a lot of things to consider before going and doing, before going out there and making an investment. So don't just invest for the sake of investing. Be smart about it. And how can you be smart about it? Well, that is step number, I have no idea. That is the next step. Read books about finances, ask friends, ask financial advisors, ask your banker friends, ask your parents if they're good at it, ask people and find partners who will really help you grow and who will really help you out to become smarter with your money. If you're like me, that's not as good as most of my other friends. I had to ask and I had to learn. I had to watch YouTube videos and I had to read books and I still do that now. I still make mistakes, but it's less mistakes than what I would assume I I would have made if I didn't educate myself. So yes, educate yourself, right? Next up, plan your trips or plan your big expenses and plan, period. If you have big dreams, if you want to go out there and study abroad or live abroad for a couple of months or you want to soul search or you want to get married and you want to start a family, plan ahead and plan around that big idea of yours. It seems overwhelming at the beginning, but I tell you, if you save up your money with an end goal in mind, it's so much easier. It really is so much easier. When you have your priorities straight, especially your financial priorities, it's easier to say no to spending money that you don't have. For example, if you have a plan in the future to propose to your girlfriend, sabihin natin one year, in one year, magpo-propose ako sa girlfriend ko. Ang gagawin mo lang, you have to look at that ring or you have to look at that money or you have to look at that house and start saving up for that money for that house and for that ring and you think about the things that you have to say no to. So let's say simple things like, I'm gonna stop buying the in-app purchases on this game that I'm playing. Saves and adds to the funds for the wedding. I'm gonna stop spending money eating out with my girlfriend four times a week. 
saves and adds up to the money for the house. You know, those kinds of things. So when you have your priorities straight with the kind of um, financial moves that you're going to do and the big plans that you have, it makes it easier to save. And even if that's a retirement plan, if it's a house on the beach, whatever big plan you have, as long as you plan around that, it makes it easier to really save up money, say no to spending money unwisely, and really sets your goal and makes and puts you on a path that will really take you to wherever you want to be 10, 15, 20 years from now. It's never too early to make big plans. And last, but definitely not the least, don't forget to take, as with anything in life, calculated risks. I know it's hard to take risks, especially if you're a hard worker like myself, and you you work hard to earn this money. You work hard to save up, so you don't want to spend it. You just want to let it sit in the bank and let it do nothing and just add up the money every month, but... You know what? The truth is, if you're not going to take risks, you have no gains with anything in life. You have to take leaps of faith. But it has to be, they have to be calculated leaps of faith. So before, instead of letting your money sit in the bank, put it into time deposit, ask your parents about how you can make it paikot, you know, ask your businessman friends to include you, be shareholders, be partners, do mutual funds, whatever you're good at, invest on that and take calculated risks. Because at the end of the day, if your money is just sitting in the bank or it's just sitting in your room or it's just sitting somewhere without it working for you, working passively for you, like you need to have passive income coming in. If you don't have that, you're not going to be able to maximize the money that you're earning. I mean, sure, it's good to save also. It's smart to have your money just sit in your room and, and it do nothing. Because you won't, you won't have the chance for it. To, you, don't, you won't have the chance to lose it. But if you have it and you're taking those calculated risks to really um, uh, invest in something, there's a chance that you might lose money, but there's also a big chance that you'll gain it. So learn to take calculated risks. Ask your friends to help you out, to to figure out where you're going to put your money. But at the same time, don't feel pressured. You can wait it out. And once you know that you have extra money, extra money that, that na hindi ka mapipilay if you lose it. Yun yung kailangan mo tandaan. Hindi ka mapipilay pag nawala tong pera na to. If you have extra money to spend, invest it in something and take a risk. As with most things in life, those worth having are always, my friends, always risky. I have a horrible feeling that that episode just did not make sense. But... Coming from the bottom of my heart, these are things that I really hold dear, especially when it comes to my finances. I didn't come from an affluent background. I didn't come from a silver spoon in my mouth. I had to work really hard. So trust me, it was difficult for me to learn to invest and take risks and save and do all of these crazy things. But you learn as you go. You really do just learn as you go. And it's money that you're earning anyway. As long as it's not money that will impair you if you lose it, as long as that money that, that isn't yours that you're spending, you're fine. You're really fine. You just have to be smart about it. You have to read your books. I keep repeating this because it's so important. Read your books, watch those videos, ask friends about it, and I promise you, your financial status will eventually get better. Don't spend on things that aren't important. 
Don't spend on luxury items that you don't need. Don't spend on luxury items that you're only spending on because your friends have it or because you saw it on some Instagram page or whatever. It's good to spend. It's okay to be luxurious, but you have to first be smart, especially while we're young. These are tough decisions and sacrifices that we have to make if we want a good retirement plan in the future. So I hope that helps. I I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a financial advisor, but it is an Adulting with Joy Spring podcast. So I do try to be a financial advisor, a psychologist, a doctor, and many other things. And I hope that um, you guys can also share with me what are your tips and tricks when it comes to saving up and spending your money wisely? What are the books that helped you out? And as I mentioned earlier, if you have any quotes or lessons from this podcast that you would like to share, don't forget to tweet it with the hashtag AdultingWithJoySpring. And by next week, I actually will be giving out two, and I mean two, insulated cocoon bottles and some other goodies. I'm not yet sure what I'm going to give out, but goodies. I'm going to give out goodies. It's my first ever podcast giveaway and I hope y'all like it. I am so honored to even be doing this podcast and I have to be completely honest with you. I don't edit it anymore. I just, I literally just, maybe sometimes I pause and re-record something because I buckle which I usually do anyway, but I'm treating this like what I used to do in radio where everything is live and I just kind of say everything on the fly. I have my notes sometimes, but I usually blabber on for too long and far too long than I would wish or that I think is appropriate, but you're here anyway and you've reached this far into the podcast. I hope it helps. I appreciate you guys messaging me, Instagram, storying this podcast, sharing it with your friends. I appreciate it when I'm at work when I'm in events and people come up to me telling me that they love the podcast or that they learn something from it because honestly guys that's the only reason why I'm doing this at this point I love I love doing this podcast but I didn't want to put so much pressure on myself but now that I see how much it's helping people I like the pressure I like that that people are asking me to put out the podcast and and you know follow a timeline it's it's really difficult but I love it so thank you for allowing me to have a platform where I can just spill my beans listen to the blabber in my head and go on and on about the same things I really appreciate you guys as always I pray that you have a wonderful wonderful week and year ahead 2019 is going to be an epon and uh, spend wisely spend money wisely kind of year and i hope that this episode actually helped you to kind of catapult into that kind of catapult you into that path don't forget to follow me everywhere at JoySpring on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, JoySpring page. Every day when I'm heated, that's Mondays to Fridays. And yeah, check out this podcast on all the platforms, podcast app, iTunes app, and Spotify. And use the hashtag AdultingWithJoySpring for all of your social media posts. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Paalam.